Thanks for listening to Boundary Talk. We aim to bring you a roundup of the latest cricket action in less than 10 minutes and all before your morning commute. Before the timer stops ticking, let's get going. The timer has started and for better or for worse, uh, it's just me today, my first solo episode. Ollie is uh, is nowhere to be seen despite rumours that he might be about. Kieran uh, was watching his beloved Chelsea thrash Forest to all in a, an all-important point at the bottom of the Premier League. But we're not talking about football today, we're talking about cricket. Uh, and what a day in the county championship round six it has been Uh, so I'll just run you through the results um, as we usually do and then I'll try and offer my sixpence on uh, some of the results we've actually had and some of the potential results we're going to have tomorrow starting in Birmingham uh, Warwickshire picked up a third win in five games winning by against Essex by four wickets in Manchester Somerset lead by 149 runs at Stumps after having a slight advantage after the first innings. At the Oval, Middlesex are trailing Surrey by 43 runs. We actually had another result, and that was at Northampton. Uh, in a low-scoring affair, Nottinghamshire won by an innings and 25 runs. And then at Canterbury, uh, Kent have put on a solid opening partnership but they're still trailing Hampshire by 212 runs. Now we'd go down to Division 2. Uh, and an interesting affair that sets looks set poised for a quick finish tomorrow. Durham need 33 runs to pick up victory at home to Yorkshire. But they Yorkshire need two wickets for their win. Uh, in Derbyshire, there's been some cricket for Gloucestershire. Uh, and they are trailing 56 runs after Derbyshire declared 251 for nine, and then we had a result in Cardiff as well, and uh, a humiliation for Worcester. I would, Worcestershire, I would say, it's Glamorgan win by ten wickets, and then Leicestershire are following on against Sussex at Leicester, and they are trailing by 144 runs after they were bowled out for 270 to end their first innings. So let's start in Birmingham. My, uh, well, I used to live near Edgbaston, and. What a game we seem to have uh, there. And it's, like I said, a third win of the season for the Bears. And it was hard-earned. But their bowling attack, once again, proving the best. I know there's been a lot of talk about Ollie Hannon, Dalby, and also Chris Rushworth, uh, the bold brothers. Um, But they, once again, provided the goods. Uh, They bowled out Essex for 126 in their first innings. And they... Although they only scored 242, not enough for a bonus point. They went in with a healthy lead as Essex batted again. Uh, and again, it was Chris Rushworth who delivered the goods. He took eight in the match to follow up his, I believe it was a 10 for in their last match. Uh, Hassan Ali also useful with the bat and the ball. He's blitzering 53 not out of 37 balls in the first innings, included four fours and four sixes uh, that's a t20 innings but um you know it wasn't easy for Warwickshire and I wouldn't expect it to be it seemed like a bowling friendly pitch and Essex definitely have the bowlers to to provide the goods on such a pitch uh, including Jamie Porter and Sam Cook and even Doug Bracewell but 
Warwickshire got over the line and uh, that innings of 29, and they were chasing 100, uh, but that innings of 29 or 31 from Will Rhodes and then Ed Barnard was the one to see at home with a 23 off 28. That seems key. And it's interesting because I don't think many people, especially after their relegation battle last season where Liam Norwell's heroics on the final day of nine for saw them stay up, would have seen this sort of turn of form. And, and even at the start of the season, you know, it wasn't too convincing from the team from Birmingham. But they've managed to turn it around, you know, two wins in a row, three and four, uh, three and five matches for the season. Currently sitting top of the standings, although Surrey will surpass them with a victory. Uh, and I just think, you know, if you look at that team, there are some international stars. You know, you've got the likes of Hassan Ali, who's played for Bangladesh. Yeah, but apart from that, you know, you've got a very, very strong bowling attack. You know, Chris Rushworth and Ollie Hannandelby leading the way there. And, and, you know, those are two of the best bowlers on the county circuit. I know this is almost old news talking about them, but they just provide the goods again and again. They're so reliable, so consistent. That's such a good signing for the Bears. Uh, you know, they've got players like Sam Hayne, who, you know, our love for on the pod has been widely shown and you know whether he should be called up for England or not is another story uh, Alex Davis again he was a good signing from Lancashire a couple of seasons ago you know they've got Ed Barnard again an incredible signing Dan Mousley Danger Mouse they call him an edge bastard he, he's been playing well not so well this game but you know it teams struggle against against Warwickshire they just struggle to get those big scores and, and understandably so with that bowling attack and you know, they could be the shock. I mean, they're just so up and down. Like, two years ago, they won the county championship. They won the Bob Willis Trophy. But, like I said, relegation fighting last season. But, you know, I've spoken too long about Warwickshire. Let's go to another result and another team where the bowling attack is just out of this world. You know, one of the best in the league. And that's even without a certain Nighthawk, Stuart Broad. And that's at Nottinghamshire, where they decimated Northampton. North Hans really did not have a good time of it. First innings out for 158. Uh, the highlight was a five for, for Brett Hutton, who is one of the most underrated bowlers on the counter circuit, I would say. Uh, another a two for Dane Patterson, who shone in their, in North Hans' second innings after Nottinghamshire. Again, not a great score. Only one bonus point, 255, but an impeccable innings of, 60, of 76 for Joe Clark, their keeper. Uh, helped by... 39 for Ben Duckett, 34 for Matthew Montgomery. And that was enough because throwing the ball once again, Nottinghamshire did the stuff. All out for 72, and that means they win by an innings and 25 runs. So Northants couldn't even make them bat again. Um, and that was supported by incredible figures of 5 for 16 for Dane Patterson. Dane Patterson and Brett Hutton are, you know, that's one of the most dangerous opening bowling attacks I can think of and you know th that's the thing with it. they throw Stuart Broad in there but they don't need Stuart Broad it doesn't seem and an excellent win for the boys from Trent Bridge who have been on the end of some unlucky results this season especially that one at Middlesex where you know I was especially impressed by their sort of intent allowing Middlesex to to bat uh, to chase their innings as they did in the end sort of an incredible result but Fair play to them. Um, let's just quickly go over other places in Division 1. Um, Ollie spoke a lot about Somerset Lancashire yesterday and, and that sort of, the worry. And I, I'd just like to place on record my worry for 
for Jimmy Anderson. Let's hope that injury is not a big one. But Matt Henry with a good debut first innings for Somerset four wickets, four wickets for Crave Overton, who's struggled so far. Uh, but uh, yeah, you'd have to say it's evenly poised going into the final day. Uh, if Lancashire, I mean, Lancashire is struggling with that bowling attack without Anderson, but he's absent her. He didn't bat, um, which isn't great. But that wicket uh, of the captain Tom Abel can is is by Hartley is in, so important, uh, I think. And if you know there'll be a new batter coming in, probably Cola Cadmore, who you know he's gone on record and spoken about his desire to play the shots to to get people tearing their hair out with the shots like he did in the first innings. But if they can get a few, especially a few quick wickets, especially that all important wicket of James Roof Centurion in the first innings, then. There could be a result on there for Lanks, who have underwhelmed, I'd say, at the start of this season. Uh, and the London derby, I think that one, again, it, it, it's similar position to that Lancashire game, although Middlesex still trail. Uh, but a solid innings from Max Holden, who hasn't had many of those that's, so far this season. Uh, I mean, sorry the favourites there, but you know, if, if Middlesex can dig in, which they just have failed to so far this season, then they might be able to hold on for a draw. I can't see a win going back to Lords but and then again Kent Hampshire Kent have just got to bat they've got to bat long I can't see a win there although I may be proven wrong I'd love to be but if Zach Crawley and Ben Compton there's obviously something in the pitch for batters you know Hampshire's first innings are 373 but I mean that first innings from Kent 95 just awful but yeah Yorkshire versus Durham and we've only got 30 seconds left an incredible effort by Ben Rain and Matthew Potts uh, 213 for 8 needing 246 so that one's the one that I'm probably be tuning in at 11 to see whether Durham can do it or whether Yorkshire can actually pick up a much needed first win of the season 15 seconds left uh, let's just talk about Sussex versus Leicestershire a great effort by that Sussex bowling attack that I thought probably looked a bit weak to force the follow on and that's all we've got time for thank you for listening to Boundary Talk Talk